0: Welcome to the FBC Global Church Podcast. I'm one of the global missions pastors, Scott McManigal, and um, Nat and I are out here in Flagstaff uh, with a team of total 28 from FBC that have come out here to Indian Bible College to do some work projects to help the school out for the coming fall semester. And so in this episode, uh, I get the opportunity to have a uh, President of the Bible School, Dr. Jason Coppen, join us. And uh, after Jason gives us some in- information and uh, just uh, uh, overview of the school and and things that are going on here, uh, we'll move on to some of the testimonies from the from the team members. And so, thanks for joining us. I know you guys are really busy the whole week here. You've been been I've hardly seen you. You guys are in constant meetings and.
1: A lot of activity getting ready for the next semester, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no doubt.
0: Yeah, so to introduce yourself to our listeners: who you are, mm-hmm. uh, what your role is here, a little bit about your family.
1: Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Dr. Jason Coppin. I am the the rumor mm-hmm. is I'm the president of the school. Have <laughs> uh, been in that, either in acting or in the official capacity for that at 13 years now. Uh, my wife, Sarah, and four kids I really love living in Flagstaff and love sharing life with, with Native people and are so, um, so grateful for, for, this, the, the, for the privilege of, of serving Native people in, in this way. Uh, My my wife Sarah and I both grew up in Oregon, in the Portland, Oregon area, Mm. and uh, don't hold that against us. (laughs) Um, But uh, the we both wanted to be in cross-cultural ministry and missions. And uh, I, in fact, I have a pre-med degree. I thought I'd be a medical missionary overseas, and instead, the Lord called me to local church pastoral leadership. And Mm -hmm. my wife wanted to be a missionary when. Uh, when she met me, I was a pastor. so she settled, sorry Scott, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I can't have a missionary. A pastor will have to do for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, um, So when the Lord when the Lord called us here to, to native ministry uh, thirteen years ago, and what we believe and hope is for the rest of our lives, yeah. um, we understood what all of that inclination and, and stirring, went for, mm-hmm. even from our from our childhood, was about for for uh, for other people, yeah. and. uh so
0: um you were headed into medical i thought you'd go into medical ministry or
1: medical missions yeah yeah my wife and i've actually been all over the world uh, between the two of us been to africa and australia and europe and china and india Mm -hmm. uh, heart for the world um in fact and that's part of why our presence here at indian bible college is i i think so so providential because Uh, Our our ultimate vision is is not just that Native people be healthy and thriving in Christ, but that they become a part of the Great Commission. uh, The Great Commission is not just for Anglos or Westerners, but for all peoples all around the world. And and, and so our dream is to see healthy, thriving Native leaders uh, raised up through the Bible College that can lead healthy churches, Mm -hmm. that can someday send um, some of their best and brightest around the world, maybe not the tribes first, but then ultimately around the world, for the sake of reaching others for the gospel.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, all, probably all, this, you know, all the schools you could have ended up at. Um, <laughs> why Indian Bible College?
1: Yeah, so, going back to my childhood, I've, I've, always, just, I've always had an instinct. Um, my dad started training me in ministry at a young age. I always, always had an instinct to go to where the need was, was the greatest. And, and a part of our calling to come to, into, to Indian Bible College, into Native Ministry, was an understanding that, that nobody, no one has suffered mm. in North America like the native people. If you look at the history and understand um, the effects of, of European settlement, and Manifest Destiny, the reservation system, the boarding school movement, yeah. um, the brokenness of the native family today mm. as a result of all those things, no one's suffering like native people in, in, in this land. And, and I think that in a lot of ways the church has kind of fumbled the ball where they're concerned, and mm. we've sent some missionaries, but often really haven't made disciples, and oftentimes it's uh, the approach to ministry is kind of more law-based and not not grace right right. (laughs) and so it's kind of legalistic and and spiritually abusive Mm. in those senses um so the plight of native people was Mm -hmm. a huge part of that but but it's their potential that's just as exciting or more so now there's a there's an opportunity a platform for the gospel that native people have that, uh, that it really is our vision that Native America ceases to be a mission field and becomes part of a mission's force hmm. um, within a few generations. And, and I'm still young enough maybe that I, might, that, I, that I think I can see that in my lifetime because it is a generational yeah. vision. Um, right, 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 But uh, I, I honestly believe there's no more strategic place I could be for the gospel, not just for Native people, mm-hmm. but for the gospel around the world. Mm-hmm. Than, than, than seeing Native people reach and disciple for Jesus, mm-hmm. but ultimately mm-hmm. join uh, the global missions movement themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah, amen. So, give us a, just a brief history of IBC. When did it come mm-hmm. into existence and
1: how and all of that? So, in uh, 1958, mm-hmm. our, uh, our founder started the school with four Navajo men around his kitchen table and, huh. and then started developing the campus after that. So, about 63 years we've been in existence wow. now. Um, the original vision for the school was from a man named Harry Ironside who tra- traveled mm-hmm. and did some Bible conferences for Native mm-hmm. peoples. He, it was he, he was the one that said we needed a training school for Native Americans here in the Southwest. Um, mm-hmm. But our founder was a distant relative of somebody you probably haven't heard of our founder's name. His name's Gordon Fraser, but you have heard of his, his relative, Jim Elliott Oh, yeah. And when Jim was martyred, huh. reaching the indigenous peoples of South America, mm-hmm. yeah, I believe fifty-six, right? Yeah, that was America. a catalyzing event for our founder. Two years later, to start a training school for the indigenous peoples of North America. Wow. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of a neat neat that tie in to a part of, of of you know a very catalyzing moment for the global missions movement when yeah. um, when yeah. Elliot and, and his, his uh, his teammates lost and gave their lives there so mm-hmm. so if the school historically originally was um, maybe mostly just focused on navajo in fact you actually had to be a navajo speaker to graduate at one time and, mm-hmm. but over the years came to realize that as the only non-denominational bible college for native americans in the whole country uh, and that includes canada as well that there are many tribes that need what ivc has to offer Right. And so we've had over 55 different tribes in the history of the school, and at any given time, 10 to 12 tribes. We also have some non native students um, over the years that are preparing for native ministry, and so they're learning mm-hmm. to reach and to lead native people in an immersive way. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, a neat part of the school as well. Hmm. So, through the years, you've,
0: you've been here like 10 years? Th- 13. 13. 13 years, okay. Yeah. So. In terms of the school's focus, emphasis, um, maybe even um, main purpose, uh, purposes for existence, um, how has that morphed, you know, over the years from its beginning until, uh, you know, until where you're at now? You know,
1: g- give us a bit of a comparison of yeah. of how things are different today here. Well, yeah, we sometimes say get, get to know the new Indian Bible College. Um, mm-hmm. our, our names are much the same. The campus is the same. A lot of the, the purpose and the reason we exist is the same. But our, but our methodology and, and our approach to raising up Native leaders is, I think, a, a lot more holistic and in many ways much more Christ-focused, looking mm-hmm. to Jesus as the model for life and ministry. Um, as the Father sent me, so I send you, Jesus mm-hmm. said. And, it's our core values and, and our approach to, to, to reaching and training and, and leading uh, Native leaders is, is um, much more um, relational and, and holistic than I think it was for, for much of the school's history. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and that's been, been a neat process to go through really over the last um, decade or so. <laughs> to kind of the school's kind of reinvented itself according mm-hmm. to one of our board members that's the way he, he put it yeah. um the old old schools don't usually get to reinvent themselves but by yeah. god's grace that's exactly what's what's mm-hmm. taking place and so we really are um uh, relational our our institutional goals are biblical first founded on the revelation of of, of god through his word relational second uh, so we can be transformational third always in that order one plus mm-hmm. two equals three and scripture calls us to, to actually to share life together. First Thessalonians two eight. Mm-hmm. We don't just share the gospel of God, but we share ourselves as well. Paul's mm-hmm. talking about his philosophy of ministry and mm-hmm. he learned that from Jesus, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's actually sharing a Christ like approach right. to ministry. He shared Jesus shared life with his apostles twenty four seven for eighteen months after mm-hmm. two years of building those relationships in ahead of before that, right? Yeah. So um, so that's really our approach here uh, the on-campus residential Bible college is the perfect place to share life like Jesus did with the Apostles mm. So we really look to look to Scripture to, to kind of set that pattern for that building in a level of trust and With the brokenness of the family and the universal experience of abuse. Mm. It, it's a lot of work to develop the kind of trust mm. That students will begin to share what's really not just going on presently but the heartache or even the secret, secret shame or sin of their past and right. Every one of our students has experienced some form of abuse, and uh, so building that trust and helping them to get to know God, their identity in Christ—you mm-hmm. know, the who, that salvation. The good news is not just what they're saved from. Yeah. There's a poverty of theology in much of the meaning of the native churches. that I'm saved from sin and that's all <laughs> right but no it's everything we're saved to that whole new yeah, you know an eternal purpose a right relationship of God a brand new identity and the, yeah. the, 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 the sufficiency of the finished work of Christ yeah, in here reserved that. in heaven oh my goodness yeah, yeah. it's yeah. amazing when you understand the fully orbed uh, pers- yeah. perspective of, of the gospel of salvation right. yeah. so helping students lean into that and 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 um, we do some uh, so in addition to leadership training abuse recovery um, responding to the, reser- the fact that the reservation is a welfare state and creates kind of a lot of entitlement dependency. That's the effects of, of, of conquering Native people. The food sources were wipe- wiped out. That's how wow. you conquer people. So the government said, We'll do that for you. And mm-hmm. essentially, for over 100 years now, most Native tribes are in, in a welfare state. And so we have to help them learn how to get and keep a job, um, learn to work as worship. It's not something we have to do, it's something we get to do. It's part of our creation design. Mm-hmm and ultimately learn some entrepreneurial skills if they're interested so they can bring business and industry back to the reservation in the name of jesus which is one of the most exciting things to see happen um, to open doors for the gospel so this isn't a
0: this isn't a uh, as you've described uh, this isn't a typical bible school that's just focused on academics you come in and you go through this you know four years of classes and you get your grades and then you go on and but you guys are it's more of a holistic, yeah, um, exactly. you know, just because of the, uh, you know, the mess that a lot of your students are coming out of, you know, just family wise and life wise, not to mention church wise. And, and like you said, the, the, just the poverty of theology and the things that they're confused about. Um, and then the, you know, the whole welfare thing and working. And, and I, I mean, you guys are just, and, and and so like last night, fishy shared with our group, and she mm-hmm. gave her testimony. And she was very transparent and very, very open. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting to us or to me was that um, she she shared what has so she's in her fourth year, yeah. right, going into her fourth year. Uh, yeah. And so she shared what has what has stood out to her the most, or what has meant the most to her so far in her time here. Has what has been what she's gotten for mending the soul, and then aftercare, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not a not a Romans class or a, you know yeah. or a, you know yeah. a, another academic class, but that that aspect, and it just to me highlights the not only the need, but you know that you guys have really identified you know the the real need that exists in their lives and mm-hmm. and what you're what you're really committed to. Mm-hmm you know the big picture of what you're committed to with these students i just think is just tremendous and sets you apart from other other bible bible institutes
1: and mm. colleges and thank you yeah yeah the the the, the universal brokenness um, of young native people mm. and, and you know 100% of our students have have experienced some of those forms of abuse that fishy i'm sure mm-hmm. shared to some extent with you guys Last last night, um, Bible theology and ministry and all that training—it's all very important. Mm. But as important as it is, if our graduates leave uh, still as the walking wounded, yeah. you know, and kind of having to keep people away from who they really are, they, mm. I, I like to joke about being a Heisman Christian or a Heisman yeah, leader, right? right? Where you right, right. where you've got to got to keep people away from the real you and not show yeah. them the real you because you're you're hiding things. And, right. And, and so, is, what, a, what a cool thing that Fishy shared that with mm-hmm. you last night. But it is a part of that a shared life, building that trust. And, um, and ultimately, I, I think in so many ways, it's um, as important as it is for our, for our, for our population. As, we, as we, I think we all know, it's really character, Christ-like character mm-hmm. that makes leaders. Mm-hmm. That makes leaders worthy of being followed. Um, and so, I, I really think in a lot of ways that... that um, that the more bible colleges and seminaries or ministry training schools hmm. or just local-based discipleship can really about be about what's really going on hmm. and the and focusing on the heart and not just the head and, yeah. and the hands of behavior the, the more effective we're going to be yeah. at reaching and making disciples hmm. locally globally and, and, hmm. and so on
0: amen so uh this summer fbc our team here this week is one of i don't know five six seven that you've had i think somebody said you got another two more coming why you know what's the importance of these teams that come each
1: summer yeah Yeah. so another big part of our uniqueness is we believe that college debt for our students is not in their best interest. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the reservations often are so impoverished, the churches are so small that that um, if we, our students graduate with a lot of a lot of school debt, they won't just not be able to serve the people mm-hmm. locally, let alone go overseas and and join the missions missions movement as we talked about. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so we work extremely hard to get our costs low enough that students can graduate debt-free. Hmm. And that comes primarily through two sources. It's donated funds and it's donated time or labor or, or volunteers. Hmm. And our staff will all raise support or serve volunteer. And most of our facility maintenance improvements comes from uh, friends like, like yourselves hmm. who believe in what we do, want to serve Native people, want to see them thriving, and want to do, be able to do their part and, and participate hmm. in that. And, so instead of passing on staff salaries and facility maintenance to student tuition, hmm. God's people absorb that um, be, uh, because they, because of God's uh, giving them the sense of the vision and the heart and, and sharing this this desire, and uh, so student costs are low. But just to be clear, we want it to be debt, them to be debt free, but not tuition free. Hmm. Back to that responsibility and right. theology of work and those kinds of things. Um, so we, we actually do have a price point where we don't want them to get a full ride. We want mm-hmm. them to be able to pay a, a, their portion, about $1,000 a semester, that they can work a job and eat, eat some food and put gas in the car and pay for yeah. their school bills. And, and so teams like yourself um, really help accomplish that and, and, and in so many ways try to not just maintain the campus, but elevate its quality, its, its mm-hmm. beauty, um, the, the excellence with which we're able to serve yeah. these students because so many of them have been given castoffs or hand me downs are the worst of what's available and not not the best and Mm. and so i um in fact your team this week is doing a lot of things to really to beautify the campus and Mm -hmm. to to, however that might help communicate value and 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 affection and um significance to to those students so yeah yeah we're extremely appreciative and thank you and and thank you for uh, for, for being a part of this um, yeah. this week, and I know, hope hopefully your people also go home saying, "Man, there's there's something there's something needed in Native America, something going on in Native America." And um, I know a few of the people after the Monday morning orientation were like, "I did not know." Some of the young people, yeah. were like "I did not know." And that was my story. Right? I didn't. I did not know until I was 35, 13 yeah. years ago. And God right. called me. I'm like, "How have I been so blind yeah. to the needs and to the opportunities yeah. um, to see Native people?" healthy and thriving and becoming a part of the great commission so well, The
0: same thing happened to me when Jim and I came out of here for the first time a couple years ago and met with you for breakfast that first morning and I, I mean I went out of there with my eyes open. I was just I was blown away at the need and yeah, yeah and I'm just really thankful for just the people of FBC that have made this happen and I'll, you know that, that that make it possible for us as you know, a, as a missions program to be a part of this and to send a team out to to do this and to, you know, support in this way, and so if it wasn't for, you know, the whole body, uh, I wouldn't have met you, we wouldn't be out here, and, and yeah. so really thankful for them. Um, just kind of in closing, uh, I know you've got a busy schedule and more <laughs> meetings to go to and, and all and prepare for. Um, for our listeners um what would be for this coming year what would be what would be the main prayer requests that you would really appreciate our church um just faithfully holding up before the throne of grace for Mm. you know maybe you know for your family for yourself for the school in general for the students um you know that just the, what would be the main things that you would really appreciate
1: people praying about wow. yeah thank you for asking because as important as the as the financial support is and the donated time of the few volunteers it's actually prayer support that that we need the most um, I'm absolutely convinced that the enemy of our souls Satan the devil uh, is desperately committed to keeping Native Americans oppressed mm-hmm. and IBC is Really on the cutting edge, on the tip of the spear, if you will, of seeing native people mm-hmm. set free, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of spiritual warfare that we mm-hmm. deal with uh, regularly uh, here, staff and students, and mm-hmm. so a prayer for protection in those ways um, that we would all walk in the light and believe and live the truth and not yield to the enemy's lies, a lot of those ways, and he's often attacking uh, unit staff unity in, in some of those kinds of ways, mm-hmm. um, but one of the main ways he's attacking a specific area for prayer is just actually in. Um, in student recruitment Mm. Um, we see it over and over and over again when a young native person says I want to go to Indian Bible College things in their life just blow up and fall apart Ah. Um, the enemy does not want a young native person with a heart for the Lord and a desire to serve his or her own people to be at IBC Mm. and so the more people that can be a part of that of joining us as prayer warriors in that um, the more confident I am we'll see native people resisting all of his um, his opposition mm-hmm. to, to to following God's call to come here. So a clarity of call from the Lord, and and then the, the perseverance to mm-hmm. to be able to come. Truthfully, COVID hit us pretty hard, and we lost a lot of prospective students, a lot of existing students mm-hmm. due to COVID concerns. The death rate in Native America was four times that of the rest oh. of the country because of COVID, and so the impact that's had right. not just at ibc but in biblical or in any kind of higher education across the country. Native mm-hmm. Americans have dropped out of collegiate or university pursuits more than any other ethnicity and wow. so we're working and praying really hard <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to to recover from that and to, we want to see our campus filled we get phone calls all the time from churches or native ministry leaders saying can you send me a graduate can you send me an intern can you wow. send me a student and wow. the answer is always you know what our students are already all planning to go back home can you send us somebody we'll trade them up for you and wow. It's kind of a click. Really, <laughs> they usually don't have anybody to send huh. that they can send. Wow, they're so desperate that they have to cling to the ones they have, yeah. but they really want somebody else to do for them what they can't do for themselves. And so, so that is a significant prayer need. Um, and. Uh, uh, I really appreciate that, that mm-hmm. request and I just I want to thank again thank you and thank you church you know Jesus says the gospel we preach in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria yep. and at the ends of the earth you know mm-hmm. as, as we know Samaria was kinda of that cross-cultural mm-hmm. place within within their own region within their own in their own nation that they had avoided and mistreated those people and Jesus says don't you dare forget Samaria mm-hmm. and leap over them and go to the ends of the earth mm-hmm. in so many ways the Native Americans of our day are very similar to the samaritans of jesus's day yeah and uh, and i'm just so thankful that your church and um an increasing number of god's people are recognizing you know there's still a need here Amen. the work is not finished with yeah. amongst native americans yeah. and 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 we're going to be a, be reaching Ju- jerusalem judea and samaria yeah. and the ends of the earth yeah so thank you yeah and the work is vast i'm, mm. I'm just
0: blown away at, i mean just all over the u.s and all the different groups i mean there's just tremendous need yeah. among all the different people groups and you know Nat and I leave here in the morning and we're heading down to Tucson to go to the Tohono Odom Mm. uh, reservation and meet with a church down there and just you know again it's the same thing everywhere just a need that exists and and, uh, so we're really thankful for IBC and the work that you guys are doing here and excited about it and uh, just continue to look forward to be involved and you know, be a help any way that we can, and uh, really appreciate your hospitality and having us all out here this week. And and uh, I think it's been you know really impactful. We we kind of have a two prong purpose, you know, in this trip is to hopefully be a help and be a blessing to IBC and the ministry here, but also, you know, the just the casting vision and the discipleship of our own youth mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and 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 Good. you know people in our own church, and so. It, um, you know, with talking with some of them throughout the week, it's, I think God has really used this time to impact them as well. And so, thanks for having us and giving us the opportunity.
1: Well, our prayer is always there's no question that we'll be blessed by by mission teams and work teams like yourself. Our prayer is always that the team will be even more blessed than we are. So, I'm encouraged to hear that. I I keep joking with your team. You guys are my new favorite (laughs) work team because of all you're doing this week. Don't tell the other teams I said that, but (laughs) just so, so appreciate your guys your team, your folks, your church. And uh, we were there in February. It was really right. nice to yep. spend a little time with you guys in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to see how this relationship continues to develop.
0: Yep, yep, same here. Thank yeah. you, Jason. Yeah. Thank you for your yeah. time. My, yep. my privilege. Appreciate it. Yeah, so now we'll, uh, we'll we'll start bringing in some of the youth uh, next. I think we've got uh, four or five girls that are going to come in next and share just how this, this week has impacted them and, uh, again, Thank you, and thank you all for tuning in.
2: So my name is Danielle Robinson, and I have really enjoyed the community of this trip with meals and things. We've pretty much all been sitting outside together. We have all been talking, honestly, (laughs) maybe a little bit too much, a couple of late, late nights, but uh, that has been really, really fun. I think I've strengthened relationships with all of these girls and as well as with people that I had pretty much never talked to uh, in the youth group before. So I thought that that was really cool how uh, community-focused we all were and how we all uh, tried to get to know each other when we had pretty much never talked before. (laughs) And then from the trip, I was pretty much prepared to be very physically active and have a lot of hard physical labor. But I wasn't really prepared for how Satan would try to attack me and uh, get me to sin because he does not want us here. And I wasn't prepared for how, how intense it felt like the battle was.
3: My name is Olivia Webster, and uh, one of the best parts of this trip, I think, was um, how lighthearted it is. I feel like I was preparing to just like be really hard labor work, go go go, but like it's just um, you work wherever you're needed, and you get to also socialize while doing it, and just have fun, try new things, and stuff like that. Um, So I really enjoyed that, Um, and. Another part of it was, uh, well, uh, how uh, what I took away from this trip was um, I think I want to do something else to help Native Americans in the future. I think God gave me a heart for um, people in need and Native Americans as well.
2: Um, My name is Sophia Applegate. Um, Something that I've taken away from this trip is just like, How cool it is to see God's love in people because like I'm one of those types of people when like when I'm working I really just want to do like my way and I'm very like particular and like I thought I was gonna be more aggravated this trip being like oh don't do that do this or I'm typically one to work alone but it was just I actually really enjoyed working with people this trip because like it's just so cool to see people to have like a real heart to serve and I think that has just really spoken to me to just really see God's love in people and I think God gave me peace and not being too angry with people, I think it was really, really good so that's something I've taken away with this trip.
4: My name is Elaine Robinson and I've just really grown in in this trip, I mean we came out here exhausted and I think it kind of progressed but during, like Danielle said, during all of this we it, it grew us and it was interesting to see how much we were uh, led by God and just able to dive more into His Word every night because of it and just glean from it and take it all in. I've really enjoyed seeing the people here. The people are different. Um, I guess I had one image of what a Native American was like. Coming here really tore that image apart. I never, never thought. I guess in that way, and it was just interesting to be able to witness to the people and know that just the neighbors down the road are watching us. So it's in the neighborhood, and um, as we're working, we can see cars slowly drive by and people walking their dogs and and whatnot, and they're staring at us. They're like <laughs> as they're driving by because. It's really an interesting thing to see a whole bunch of teenagers painting a building or carrying down a tree, and I'm just so glad that we were able to not only witness to the Native Americans on the campus, but also the people in the neighborhood and show God's love that way, and so I'm very excited for it, and um, yeah, it's very it's a lot of fun.
3: <laughs> yeah, so my name is Kirsten Kekic, and some of the things that really stood out to me about this trip have really involved, honestly, a lot of the planning process. I was very involved in, uh, helping to plan what we were doing on the trip and how people were rooming together and things like that. And we've had a few plan changes with projects and things, but it's been really nice to see everybody still be able to come together and just to help minister to, um, the students and the faculty at uh indian bible college and kind of like elaine was saying just the general neighborhood has there have definitely been a few very slow drivers driving (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's been really cool and then even with funding for the trip it was really cool to see the church body come together to support the trip so that was that was really a huge blessing and then for me personally i really enjoyed we got to hear the testimony of a student who attends the college yesterday and some of the some of the stuff that she's gone through in her life have been like really difficult and so kind of like Eileen was saying earlier it's you you kind of know like okay this is why we're coming down here this is why we're helping the college because they're working with people who have just had a really rough time in life and like helping them able to overcome that and then be able to be witnesses for christ but until you actually really get to hear and talk to some of the people like it's kind of just like a statistic rather than a personal thing and so that was really cool for me uh just to kind of hear that and then of course to be able to enjoy time with people from the youth group and stuff so yeah
0: so this next segment we got a couple of the uh, young men that have come along on the trip and so guys, why don't you introduce yourselves and uh, just share with us what uh, what you've gotten from the trip and what has stood out to you
5: and maybe things that God has laid on your heart. Hi, my name is uh, Timothy Johnson. I'm a, I am just graduated from the, the youth group here at FBC. This is my, my second mission trip uh, that I've gone on with FBC and this one's this one's been really special because I can see the excitement from the, the staff that works here at IBC when the president was talking. Um, you know, He's been doing this for a while now and he still is just so energetic and excited about the work that they're doing here. Hmm. So being able to work at the school and kind of feel that energy has been, has been really great. Um, I mean, the Navajo are, and you know all the other Native Americans are, are great people we got to hear. a a testimony from from one of them last night and uh yeah it's been it's been a great opportunity to serve
3: awesome my name is elijah gordon i uh, am a senior here at the fbc youth group and one of the things that really stood out to me is the fact that you can hear you know oh these people need this or these people are going through this but you really don't know until you see it Hmm. Know, it doesn't stand out it's just a piece of paper hmm. until you actually go there and live it so it's one of those things that was really interesting and stood out because I mean you hear about the hardships and you know, the things that they're going through but then once you actually you know see it and I mean this is just the tip of the iceberg for hmm. so many other things hmm. so it's just kind of you know eye-opening to hmm. see the rest of the the rest of the world
0: hmm
6: awesome uh well my name is Clayton Gay um I think one of the mo- main things from this trip was um it's very hot it's very hot here but um it it's been very eye-opening to see different perspectives of one of the staff and one of the people that live here and everyone like like everybody else said they're they're fired uh get to go home and share on their res to their people and try and get them to light their fire and so that's been one of the main things for me but also coming from our group to see everyone's um willingness to to serve, and i mean we just boom 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 i mean project after project it doesn't matter what it is we just all come together and we've 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 really been able to establish a uh, a i think a good connection here so i've i've liked that
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, joining in and just sharing uh, what the uh, what this trip has meant to you. So we've got two more members of the team here with us to uh, introduce themselves and uh, share what uh, just some takeaways from the trip. What anything God has impressed on your heart or taught you during this time. Anything you'd like to share with our listeners?
4: Um, I'm
2: Michaela and. I think one thing that has really stood out to me on this trip was that one of the students from IBC shared their testimony and it's just really interesting to see how different their lives are from ours Mm. and it's just really cool to see how God moves in their lives.
7: Mm. I'm Joshua Stewart and one of the things that's really stood out to me was the fact that how open she was yesterday, the student, and just despite the things she went through, how open she was. Hmm. about mm-hmm. it yeah awesome
0: all right uh anything that uh like have you guys ever been on a missions trip before no I have no. Not. no so like what kind of expectations did you have coming into this trip and then how how have they proven out to be different
2: um i think i think it turned out to be pretty much what i had imagined it to be huh. Um, it's definitely a lot more work than I would have thought, but I've enjoyed every minute of it. So. Mm.
7: I've had several siblings go on mission shows before, so I kind of knew what we were going to come up is, like, do lots of work, hand work, painting, lots of that. So I honestly really didn't have much expectations except for doing lots of hard work. Yeah.
0: So the, I know you guys started off the week with an orientation that, uh... Uh, Dr. Coppin gave with you guys, and uh, any any of the information that he gave about the need that exists among Native Americans, and yeah, just the need that exists out there. Any has any of that any of that in, stood out to you, or shocking, or anything in that way?
2: I think the abuse mm-hmm. rates were very shocking to me right. because I knew it existed, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how much of right. their population was affected by that.
7: Yeah, right. Um, just how many unreached Native Americans there are in our country, and how... Mm. Our country's like one of the biggest Christian populations, but yet the Native Americans are living right here in our country, and we've not touched them pretty much at all. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's very... Been very eye-opening, eye-opening for me as well, and uh, so thank you guys for uh, just being a part of this week and being a part of the team and all your hard work and effort and and uh, thanks for sharing with folks. Okay, so we're moving on to the senior members of our team that have been here this week, uh, some of the team leaders, and uh, so introduce yourselves and just share with our listeners what has stood out to you. Um, from this week you know either about the team or the ministry that's going on here or some of the needs that you've learned that exist among native native americans in
5: general <clears throat> my name is christopher boise and uh, uh, i uh when i heard about this uh uh opportunity i uh, i thought it'd be a, a great opportunity for uh, um myself and my family to do this together and i was excited to be able to do you know, to do, uh, yeah. to serve, and as we uh, as this trip evolved, uh, prior, just talking with Mr. McManigal and and John and everybody, I had no idea the need that this community has, mm-hmm. and it um, made me more more passionate to help out, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's been quite an experience just to you know, to be here and to be working amongst uh, just this wonderful team. And it's been great to get to know everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's, I, I, I really, I kind of don't want to go back home. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having a, just a wonderful time, enjoy doing the work. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm, I feel disconnected from home at the moment, which mm-hmm. is exactly what I was hoping. So it's been, <laughs> it's been great. Nice.
2: I'm Dawn Voicy. Um, I came on the missions trip uh, hoping to serve more. Um, I'd always wanted to do missions um, in college, Uh, looked at doing Urbana, things like that. Mm. Um, I hadn't been able to just financially and stuff and now we're in the position that we could come Mm. and um, it's been awesome to get to know
8: people and work and serve. Um, I'm Sherry Mayo, and um, when Daniel came two years ago to the FBC Missions Conference, um, the statistics and the information he shared just, huh, it rocked me. Um, And so when we learned we would be able to come this year, um, it was something that I really wanted to be a part of. Um, I've worked with youth group, junior high youth group, for years in the past um, and had taken a little break and so um, was excited to come back and join a lot of these kids that I've watched grow up. And it's, always a blessing to watch them set aside you know their choices for summer and come and serve um, just to see the need here especially with local situations of flooding um, to really get an idea of what um, they need and to support a ministry that is um, helping the native americans learn what they need to so they can go back and support and enrich their communities um, which is so needed so it's been great to watch the kids work together and come together as a team, um, some of which who didn't really know each other, um, but then also just see them serving and see the impact we can have to help everyone and to help the community mm. as a whole and how we can go forward doing that more and having a better understanding of that.
0: Yeah, that point about the the youth, the way that they've pulled together and worked mm. together has just really stood out to me. The, this team is really, the work ethic has just been second to none and I, you know, Nat and I came a day and a half late or whatever, and two days late, and and just what was already accomplished. You know, when we got here was just amazing, and right. so it's. I think the team has been a, a great blessing to the to the school, and that's been a it's been awesome to be a part of that. Um, a lot of times, you know, when we're we're going to a place where we've never been before, and we kind of have you know an idea of what to expect or what it might be like. Um, you guys coming here expectations you may have had coming here and then coming here and experiencing it has anything stood out to you as kind of being very different than what you imagined or anything like that
5: <clears throat> as far as being different than what i imagined uh, it's uh i guess when i uh when we initially went through the orientation i was I was pretty much um i think i imagined ibc not to be as developed as it is mm-hmm. but it's pretty awesome the uh uh over the years how uh how different groups have pulled together to bring make ibc what it is mm-hmm. and uh just the uh the ministry that they do mm-hmm. uh, and the way god works through them it's just pretty amazing mm-hmm. uh and it's you know when your first year of a college that only has you know 25 students you're thinking wow you know that's you know that's really not very big but mm-hmm. but uh it sounds like uh, those 25 students are gonna be extremely impactful in the community yeah so or at least that's uh preparation mm-hmm. so yeah that's my thought and, and it's not
0: just strict academics because of the the emotional and some of the uh, uh, trauma from the abuse that you know such a high percentage of Native Americans have experienced it like this school has to help people through you know right. there's another thing that has just stood out to me in the past are just learning that about you know about this place and uh, the ministry that's going on here. So,
5: it seems like they're preparing their students uh, like like no other school could prepare their students you know, to go out in the community to be impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
8: One of the things that um, surprised me is I didn't realize um, how self sufficient they are. Mm. Um, they're not funded by an organization, but also that their staff raises their own support, their, mm-hmm. all their professors raise their own support, um, that the school is completely debt free, including all the buildings they've bought over the years. Um, that was just mm. huge to me because mm-hmm. I think that's just so important. Um, as they're trying to care for people, but they're they're doing so much, and yet mm-hmm. they're doing it all just based on how God's provided from the different groups and peoples and individuals they've met mm-hmm. um, and the staff and their willingness to come, knowing they're coming to be professors, but they're coming to raise their own support and mm-hmm. um, and take care, you know, provide for themselves as they're reaching out and caring for these students. Um, so that was huge. And the way they're helping the Native Americans not be able to do school as close to debt-free as possible because they have them help work and so it helps offset things. Um, I mean, the fact that they're gonna get you know, a four-year degree with, I think he said it's about $1,000 a year of their cost by the time it's all said and done, um, that's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, It's having college-age students, that's huge um, to allow because that allows anyone and everyone from the Native Americans to be able to come if they don't have this huge price tag over their head that they can't Mm -hmm. even, you know, wrap around how they would do that. Um, and so I thought that was, that was great to hear and really, um, impacted me and just the emotional and physical and spiritual support that they give their students. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not just giving them a degree and walking them out the door, but they're healing them so that, um, fishy said it last night, I think so well. Heal. I have to be healed so that I can go care for others. Because without my healing, I can't effectively impact people. And I thought that is so huge. Hmm. And um, and that's what IBC is providing for them. Yeah. Um, Relationships and community um, and things. So that was Hmm. that was huge.
0: Yeah. Amen. Well, from the FBC Global Missions Committee, we really appreciate you guys and really want to thank you for taking time away from your families and your schedules and work and you know to come and help lead this team and and all that you guys have done to really make this week possible so thanks for serving in this way and being a part of you know helping us build our relationship with here with IBC and and just being a part of what we're doing so yeah thank you pleasure yeah
5: Yeah.
8: thanks for letting
0: us all right so we have uh, more remaining members of our senior senior team members uh, team leaders here and uh, so guys just uh, introduce yourselves and share with our listeners um, just you know what stood out to you on this on this trip what has stood out to you about the team you know each of you have have brought uh, some of your own kids so you know what has stood out to you about the the kids you know maybe their work ethic your your own kids Um, you know, the ministry that's going on here at IBC, you know, just anything that God has laid on your hearts
9: during this week. Okay. I'm Michael Stewart. Um, This has been an adventure for me. Um, I really enjoyed coming down here, coming to IBC, um, and hearing about their ministry. Last night we had a um, student eat dinner with us, uh, Felicia, who goes by Fishy, and she shared her testimony. And um, some of the things that stood out to me about her testimony was was just the darkness that's in the Native American community um, and the abuse that's happened, but also um, that some of that comes from the boarding schools that many generations of uh, Native American children were sent to these boarding schools instead of staying with their parents and and developing relationships there. And um, that's really stood out to me. and I came here with my son, Josh. Uh, Josh, I think, has been been learning. Um, and last night, he, he said to me, just something really special for me was, I'm glad you came with me, Dad. Hmm. So. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
10: Well, my name is Derek Kekic, uh, and I came with uh, two of my children. One, uh, our oldest, Kirsten, is one of the uh, youth <laughs> leaders for the, the, the missions team in, in the youth program. Uh, so I had heard about this and the planning of it uh, uh, throughout the year. Uh, didn't know if it would work out for me to be able to come, uh, uh, and at the at the end, it did work out uh, that I was able to come. Um, I've, I've been enjoyed, like everyone, being here with my my kids, but seeing the uh, the, the the potential and hearing about, it, I had never really known anything uh, I, I realize now about the Native American culture and and or their plight throughout mm-hmm. our our country's uh, time frame uh, uh, the damage done by by the attempted uh, colonization that they call it of uh, by Christians and and the generational uh, issues that that has caused uh, but hearing about the potential i think for me was the biggest thing the potential uh, ministry that the native culture can have not just within their own culture but because they're native groups and tribal groups the impact that they can have worldwide because much of the world is a tribal uh, uh, land or a tribal group uh, uh, and, and they can relate to that uh, culture uh, automatically. Um, uh, so I think that the while the depravity is, is huge and the, the depression and the outlook uh, uh, on, on the reservations and, and within the tribes, the actual potential that uh, uh, God can use and then hearing how Satan wars against their culture specifically because I think they're right, the potential global impact that they can have. Um, mm uh is there i think for fbc partnering up with IBC just fits very well and I, and I can i can see it firsthand now here as opposed to just hearing about it uh, uh back home at the church or, or from my children uh, that's awesome
0: yeah so john and holly you guys have been the kind of the, the main team leaders you're the ones that have been holding all the the sessions and meetings in preparation for this trip and uh, done the lion's share of the planning and especially the the planning of the projects and you know, pulling all that together and material lists and and all that stuff. Um, Really, really appreciate your work. Really appreciate what you guys have done. uh, What are you
6: guys coming away with? Well, you know, for me personally, uh, you know, I think that this is probably one of the most worthwhile efforts that uh, our church and any church, you know, could be involved in. You know, it's uh, it's a shame and uh, a great tragedy, the fact that, you know, the Native Americans have been neglected spiritually and then before that abused spiritually you know, for so long, and, uh, you know, I think that what IBC is doing here is absolutely amazing, you know, if there was any doubt in anyone's mind, you know, last night's testimony uh, from the one student was absolutely, you know, just amazing, you know, and for me, watching our kids' faces that we brought with us. the, the amount of sobriety that it brought to them, mm. and the realization on their faces, uh, and you know we've got our two children, Clayton and Chloe, with us, and I was sitting there watching their faces and the the nonverbal responses mm. to her testimony, mm. and you know you could just see some things clicking, like some of our personal conversations within our family, mm. you could see so many of the just. Non-verbal cues look like light bulbs going off, and so, you know, it's I, I can only hope and pray that we've been able to touch uh, some of the people's lives here, mm. um, a fraction of what I feel like we're walking away with, mm. um, and you know, I hope that we are able to continue this type of effort mm. um, because you know Christ didn't only just feed sp- people's spiritual needs, mm. he. Fed, he fed them uh, when they were hungry and he healed them when they were sick and right. uh, took care of their physical needs as well. And, you know, I think that that was just a small portion of what we were able to do. And, um, you know, Holly and I both had the opportunity to go to a Christian school. And so uh, the one thing that that we can kind of personally relate to is when you're at a Christian school, it's almost like you're in a safe bubble. Hmm. Um, and when you're able... When you leave that bubble, and you know you at, while you're inside that bubble, you're spiritually just ramped up and ready to go out into the world and make a huge difference, you know. And you're constantly just on fire, like Isaiah talked about. It. You got fire in your bones, you know, ready to go out and conquer the world. But then when you leave that bubble, and you get out into the real world, and the amount of sin and just tragedy and of uh, everything, you know, it kind of hits and you can spiritually crash very easily. Mm. And so um, what FBC is hoping to do to be able to help disciple and continue that relationship with students after they've left IBC, Mm. um, to me that's that's the most important thing I think that we could possibly focus on. Mm. And so uh, I love what we're planning on doing here Mm. because they're already doing what they need to do. And it's like, how can FBC or any other church be able to fit in, then, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities. So yeah,
0: A lot of times when you're going on a trip, (coughs) going to a place you haven't been before, uh, you know, to visit a, I don't know, a ministry or, you know, uh, I mean, even a vacation, a lot of times we, you know, have expectations about what we're, what we think is going to be like, uh, what we're going to experience, So, coming here, um, you know, were there any expectations or thoughts that you have, that you had about what you might experience here that has, I don't know, maybe turned out to be different, that has stood out to you, or anything about the school or the ministry,
6: or... Yeah, I mean, haven't had the opportunity to visit, you know, before, you know, personally. Um, uh, Kind of already had a lot of You know expectations, Um, but you know we've 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 had the opportunity to participate in lots of service projects and and stuff in the past, but not exactly in this type of capacity. And so, um, you know, the there's a lot there was a lot of uh, a learning curve for us um, because. Uh, project list changed, uh, oh, and
2: kids worked a lot faster than we expected. Yeah,
6: and that's something else too. And I will say, uh, I will say that that's awesome. Point is, you know, we had a, we had an idea of project list we wanted to do uh, before we got here, and that's what we kind of planned for. Because of all the flash flooding and stuff, there was a lot of other needs that had kind of taken priority just within the last week, and so we had to shift gears and change up projects and kind of adapt and overcome. Um, and absolutely none of it would have been possible if it hadn't have been for, you know, uh, 19 teenagers that we brought with us and absolutely doing anything that was asked of them and, you know, working, uh, I've worked with teenage groups, you know, from several different States in the past, but I will say that I was absolutely blown away by what our teenagers did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they absolutely went above and beyond yeah. and worked, uh, their rear ends off and, accomplished more, I mean, today's only Thursday, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've kind of already blown through a lot of our project list, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just by when, I mean, Tuesday afternoon, I mean, we'd already blown through so much, it was just astounding, you know, Mm -hmm. so, uh, the fact that we were able to accomplish a lot more than was anticipated, uh, uh, that was a huge thing, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's also allowed us to, you know, uh, try to tackle some things uh, that we weren't Originally planning on, right? And so uh, I think that that has been you know great benefit to the uh, to the school, uh, but again you know I think personally we're walking away from a greater benefit than anyone mm-hmm. because of uh, what what this has done spiritually. And you know with 19 teenagers you often see cliques and um, people that not congregating well. You know everybody goes to their own little corners and stuff. And, you know, some of the group that I've seen do that back at home, Mm -hmm. um, I've seen those barriers kind of torn down, Mm -hmm. you know. I've seen uh, students, all of the students interacting with each other and interacting well, everyone working well together. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's a level of collaboration and cohesion that that 19 of our students, you know, Mm -hmm. from FBC are going to walk away from that they would have never had if it hadn't been for this.
2: They all have something in common now, <clears throat> and they serve together, which makes them a stronger team and um, definitely being from such a large youth group mm-hmm. now they all know each other a lot better than they did during right. the Sunday morning yeah. class mm-hmm. sessions that we did with them when they all just kind of sat in their own corners. Yeah. It was really cool seeing them all work together.
0: Mm. So is there a plan for them to maybe go back and present to the rest of the youth group what
6: they've experienced or...? Yes, if we haven't, um, with all the other changes that's been going on at church and stuff and yeah. people, you know, shifting gears and moving different hats being moved around. <clears throat> uh, we haven't identified when, but you know, that's what, uh, I know Caleb and I talked about was yeah. hopefully the opportunity to be able awesome. to kind of go back and present to the congregation. Yeah. Um, because, uh, again, you know, this is one of the, one of the most worthwhile efforts that we've personally ever seen. Yeah. And, um. Uh, I hope that I hope that we can, you know, make that much more of an impact on the rest of our congregation. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, having that large of a body of Christ, mm. um, you know, it's a lot of the lessons learned from just this trip. I mean, if we implement that same mentality, even in our own community, mm. I mean, the level of reach of, you know, presenting God's grace and mercy to our community, you know, could be endless. So. Yeah, yeah. Amen
0: well from the global <coughs> FBC global missions uh, team standpoint um, we really really appreciate you guys um, the sacrifice you've made you know just taking time away from family and work and to come out here and spend this week um, you know we, we we really this trip for us we really have a kind of a two-pronged um, purpose in it you know one is Hopefully there's been some impact and, you know, adding to the discipleship of our own people, you know, of our youth and and our own people, but also, you know, what you guys have done as a team, I, I think to help build our rapport and relationship as a church with IBC is just, it's huge. And it's, you know, it's something that, you know, we as a missions committee alone couldn't have done. And it's you know we it makes us really really value the whole body and and see how you know ministry really is it's a you know it's a work of the body it's not just a work of the few you know it's a it really requires the body to be working together and and so we really we really appreciate it and you know our goal in wanting to build a relationship really, I mean really, You know, an institution like this is a model that we're really not following anywhere else. We work around the world. Our focus is always with the church. But as has been alluded to, the need that exists among Native American ministries, you know, to, for the establishment of the church, this is just a great place that we're really hoping God raises up some Native American uh, coworkers, you know, people that we could partner with, that we could help um, to come through here, receive a foundation, you know, and in, in biblical studies, and plus all the, you know, all like Fishy was saying last night, all the help with the trauma healing and stuff that many of them require. Um, as they, some of them, have a heart to return and reach their own people, uh, we're just really hoping that, you know creates opportunities for us to draw alongside of them and help them you know go on to this next steps and um, you know what God has for them and and so what you guys have done this week has been a, a huge part of you know really helping us build rapport and relationship here and so thank you thanks for coming thanks for all that you've done and all the time you've put into this and preparing and, and then coming out here and and just giving yourselves this week so we really
3: appreciate it How